Ooh, yeah! Killer Pop from Outer Space presents War Games. What is up, party people? Welcome back to another episode of Killer Pod from Outer Space. I am Jeff, your host, and with me as always, me hermano, me amigo, Mr. Vinny Markle. What's Good up, evening, everybody. What's up, man? Oh, not much. Just getting uh, getting in this October spirit. I'm enjoying this Halloween season. We're, we're banging out episodes. Yeah, we're going wild. Good content. It. We got, well, a guest and... Another guest producer. We have a room full of guests in but actuality. The, produ- the producer will only... Well, we got a studio audience. Yeah. Uh, the producer will, will never be known by name. Let's hear from the audience. Just a... Uh, All right. Wine glass in hand. <laughs> and then, producer, what's up? Hey, what's up, guys? How are you? And then, we We're also good. have a real guest. One we've been talking about getting on for quite some time. Yeah. yeah. Do the, uh... I'll do the intro. Okay. Uh, buddy of mine from going way back. Uh, I think we met when we were like 17 years old. We played in a bunch of punk bands together. We came up in Philly being nerds, loving comic books and horror movies together. And now we're just a couple of tattooed vampire guys. Uh, my buddy, finally on the show after a damn year of talking about it. Calico Chris, what's up, man? Hey, yo. <laughs> on, that, that was very uh, rocky of you. I like <laughs> yo. I was say it was like... Uh... Nick Foles. Razor Ramon, dude. Ah. Ah, that was a yeah. razor. Just a bad impression. Yeah. We used to actually care about wrestling. but I still care about AEW's AEW. AEW's been fire. Yeah. If I could just get in that Wednesday schedule. Ah, you're bum. So what's new with you, Chris? How you been? Yeah, I've been all right. You know, just working all the time. Yeah, that happens. That happens there to the go. best of us. That's what we do, too. Work all the time. Yeah, work. 5 a.m. shifts. Real fun. Doing podcasts, yeah. going in at 5 a.m. And the Eagles play. Yeah. Trash. All trash. All right. What should we kick off with here? I don't know, man. Uh, you want to start with this beer? Yeah, start with I'm beers. excited for this beer. All right. Thinking back, we may have done this last October Halloween season. I don't care. But then if we didn't, it'll just become a Halloween tradition. Because this, I think I said last time we had a pumpkin beer. Pumpkin beer is not my favorite, but this, in my opinion, is the best. It is the Chamonix Creek Brewing Company, the Punkless Dunkel. A pumpkin wheat ale. There's another one in the fridge. Keep it down over there. The audience is a comment. <laughs> um, it's a pumpkin wheat ale. So that's another thing. Usually I don't like wheat ales. So this is like two things that I normally wouldn't like, but Neshaminy Park hits it out of the park. Neshaminy Park? I mean Neshaminy Creek. Oof. Oof. Uh, hits it out of the park. What's it? What? Oh, I was going to say hits it out of the park. Yeah. Get your words, man. And then I combined it with Neshaminy Park. Ooh yeah, tastes like a tastes like a bale of hay and pumpkin. Yeah, pumpkin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chris, what are you drinking over there, man? I know you got something special. Well, you know I'm not drinking no beers, but I got me a nice can of vanilla Coke because they still make that stuff. <laughs> Thank God for that. There you go. You pour it over ice or just right out of the can? Oh, I'm right out of the can. Yeah, yeah, I don't even man. own a cup. I used to. <laughs> That's what I do with my my diet cokes too. Only out of the can. I used to make uh, where you go. I used to make Coke and McDonald runs for tattoos. That's right. 
Got a sweet little Nosferatu head out of it. All right, that's a yeah. that's a good system. Yeah, you guys used to get me chicken nuggets. Oh yeah, uh, a big bottle of Coke, and I'd give you a tattoo. Yeah, that's sometimes dope. you buy yeah. me a pack of cigarettes. Yeah, I just I, I would hang out on Sundays at the, the tattoo studio, and people would ask me for stuff, and I'd say I don't know. You'd have to ask the guy in the back, and then they'd come right back and be like, "Well, how much have I wanted this?" And I was like, "I I told you, you have to ask the guy in the I'm back." Just, I'm, just <laughs> I'm just watching the Dark Knight. <laughs> um. Real quick music for me. Uh, it's Halloween time. There is no better Halloween band than the Misfits. Uh, if I have to explain who the Misfits are to you, you should get out from under the rock you're living under and um, get on Spotify. They actually just played their first live show in, like I guess, a year and a half. They did a Aftershock out in the West Coast. Uh, my buddy AC Slade playing backup guitar, which is actually probably like lead guitar in reality, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Doyle's just up there smashing. <laughs> yeah. Doyle, yeah, Doyle don't know how to play guitar. Yeah. How about you? I know you, you have something very special that I just was going to steal from you, and then you yelled at me. Uh, well, I'm just happy to be seeing releases again. And one I know is this past week. The other one might have been released a month ago, for all I know. But uh, two deathcore bands are back. Waking the Cadaver, which they haven't had a release since 2013, I think. So they came out of the woodwork and put out some singles that I guess will lead to a new album or at least an EP. Uh, have you ever listened to them? I mean, who is it? Waking the Cadaver. I've heard of them. I don't know if I've they, heard of them. Um, well, back in 2013 and earlier, because it was cool back then, they're very pig squeal heavy. Like, Yeah, that's, that's not my scene. Oh, love a pig squeal. I mean, I like them, but I don't need 15 minutes of pig squeals. That's basically what they do. Yeah, I don't need that. Um, I will not be listening to that on Sunday morning. But um, a more exciting release is Angel Maker, who they've, they just haven't put anything out since COVID, but they put out uh, two new sing- singles and I guess have a new album coming. And I love me some Angel Maker. Yeah. And hopefully that means they're touring soon because I really, really want to see them. Yeah, that uh, what you played for me was really good. I liked it a lot. It was quite delicious. I like how you space off after you say certain things. It's funny to me. I'm just thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> like he is like lost in his like a yeah, good, good job, me. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see that. Way to go. Speaking of music, real quick. Yeah. Uh, Blitzkid, they're sort of back together, and they're doing another uh, live stream for Halloween. Oh, they're they doing. They did a one stream. last year <laughs> on Halloween night. I mean, you had to pay for it. It was like. Ten bucks, maybe. Yeah, it was in that wax museum or something, right? Yes, the Witch's Dungeon in uh, Connecticut. It's um the American where uh, no the Werewolf of London, Cortland Hall. Okay. The guy who played the Werewolf of London in that Universal movie. That's his nephew, runs that place. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah, so it's yeah. Uh, pretty cool. So they're doing another one this year. So. Yeah, I wish they would but run they, that tour back that got canceled. Yeah, well they they did, but uh, as far as I know, Steve, ha- I mean Goolsby hasn't messaged me yet about the Philly show. So I don't know if the Philly show is going to happen now. Yeah. I hope it does, man. I would love to actually get to see them. I mean, I've seen him with, uh, Doyle. Um, and I love, dude, his energy is out of control. It's just, he's so fun to watch. Yeah. His solo band's awesome. I, uh, been just about every show they've done in Philly so far. Uh, Argyle Ghouls being the road. Yeah. I've not listened to them at all. Um, yeah. I mean, dude, I'm, I get hung up, you know me. Like I still yeah. listen to Blitzkid, and I'm still like finding stuff, and I'm like, oh, how did I miss this? Yeah. Um, same thing with Calibris, you mm-hmm. know. 
Like I just was listening to 13 Halloweens yesterday and I was like, I don't remember this song at all, but I love it. So still my favorite Calvary's album. Yeah. It's a great one. Always going to be the the favorite. Yeah. I hope they get on the road. That was, that was a fun show. That was a long time ago. Yes, it was. Kung Fu Necktie, right? Yeah. Kung Fu Necktie. Yeah. And we stopped at the McDonald's ODB got arrested at. Yes, we did. And everyone looked at us and we left immediately. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And we got some (laughs) shitty pizza. Um, yeah, Kung Fu Necktie, man. What a good venue. I was absolutely out of my mind drunk that night, and it was embarrassing, I'm sure, for everybody. Um, oh, I know when you get embarrassing drunk. Yeah, yeah it was weird. Um, God, I don't even know what I was doing. Just being an ass. But yeah, we got there super early. We watched the sound check. Uh, yep. they're, they're sick. They're so good. Godzilla vs. Mothra was playing on the mm-hmm. screen up behind the bar, and I loved every minute of that. Yeah. God, I missed that bar. Wish it was so more convenient to get to. Yeah, it's the parking down there sucks. Yeah, it's uh, it's not been bad. I think because of like the COVID things, I've been down there a handful of times and had no yeah. issues. But I, I can imagine like next summer when everything's probably back in the swing of things, it's gonna be a nightmare. Yeah. Again. Um, what else did I see today? Oh. Oh wait, were you? I'm sorry, were you done with music? Oh, my bad. I, I didn't mean to cut you off there. I know you were talking about Blitz Kid, but. No, yeah, that was it. That's all I wanted to say. Yeah, sorry, I got, I just pulled up Vinny, got lost in my mind, and I looked at the Eagles game real quick. Um, yeah, it's gonna be distracting. Yeah, so I didn't know this. I know we were talking about it a little bit. How I was excited to see that that Day of the Dead series. Uh, Stephen Kostansky directed the first four episodes. Oh, really? Uh, you're responsible for Psycho Goreman in the Void. So that got me even more excited. Huh? That's interesting. Yeah, I had no idea till today. I read it. I would think he would put a different spin on it. I mean, it looks like it's gonna be. I mean, he didn't write it, but even directing. It looks like it's going to be what we're talking about tonight. Uh, it's going to be a horror comedy. Ooh. Yeah. Which, in a way, Day of the Dead is seen as now. Is it? I never well, see I mean, That's there's... depressing. I don't understand how anyone would see it as a comedy. Yeah, I guess. Um, I watched the first episode of Chucky. How was it? It was pretty good. Was it? Yeah. I mean, took a little while to get, like, rolling in the episode... Um, Half hour or an hour? Hour. Okay. But uh, yeah, I think it's going to be promising. Okay. I might check it out. Old school Chucky? So, new school Chucky, but he was wearing makeup. And the makeup gets kind of peeled away and starts to reveal. I guess that's a spoiler, huh? Not really. No. Okay. Um, Yeah, I mean, it follows the movies, right? Like the original movies. like it's kind of I, coming out. Of, I right? have no idea. I had no interest in the series. So. I don't know. Well, no. So it definitely acknowledges uh, Curse of Chucky and Cult of Chucky. So yeah, I think it acknowledges all the whole franchise of movies. Huh. And this is just a continuation. Okay. I mean, I didn't even know sci-fi was still a channel until yeah this came out. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they haven't done anything this big. That's Day of the Dead and Chucky all happening at they're once. They're part of NBC Universal, so they're not going anywhere. It's not like they're they're yeah. gonna struggle or anything. I mean, they advertise this like crazy though. Yeah, Chucky. every every couple of years they get like an original yeah. series that'll go on for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, Is sci-fi stuff streaming anywhere? Because I don't have TV. I don't have like cable or nothing. Just... There's a sci-fi Roku channel, but I don't. I'm guessing it's all the NBC Universal channels seem to stream like live. Yeah. So I would check it out. I'll look for it. Yeah, I like there hasn't been a reason to watch sci-fi in a long time. I know a lot of people were. Uh, I mean, I always like their ridiculous, over-the-top animal attack movies. Well, there was a like three-headed shark versus. Oh well, yeah. Uh, nunchucks, dinosaur. 
We all know. I like that. how that shark grows ahead with every sequel. <laughs> Sharktopus is the best one. Yeah, yeah. Eric Roberts. Um, I was gonna say they had some zombie series uh, that was pretty popular. It was like over the top, crazy, like super bloody. Um, it was like their answer to The Walking Dead. That lasted a bit. People liked that, but they did. Yeah, I don't remember that. I forget what it was called. Because Netflix has their version of that. What's that? Actually, pretty good. Um, what's it called? Black Black Sunday. Something like that. Anyone know what I'm talking about? Nope. Mm. Uh, (laughs) Uh, my other news wasn't really news it was um elvira it's gonna be on the goldbergs Ooh. yeah so i don't know anything about this evan goldberg guy i just know that he's from philly but jenkins town Town, yeah (laughs) but like they had robert england on as freddie and now they're doing elvira like they're he seems like a cool dude yeah he he seems to be like right up our alley he's done a few interviews on like Preston and Steve in the morning and yeah. seems chill. Yeah. That show, have you ever watched the Goldbergs though? I've seen a couple episodes. I think it's That's a good show. I enjoy yeah. it. I think it's shot in front of a green screen sometimes or something and it's just like Yeah. I haven't watched any of the newer Their timelines are ridiculously skewed because like in the one episode like Batman 89 comes out and he's all excited and then like next season he's like I can't wait to see Ghostbusters like Oh yeah, it came out in like 84. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. But it's still funny. He's misremembering the 80s. Yeah, maybe that's what it... Uh, is. It's all based on his childhood. Maybe that's... It's all... Rem- not remembering... I don't know. Whatever. It's all wackadude. Wackadude. All right. Anything from you, Chris? You got anything you're excited about? You, you heard? Read? Eh, not really. I mean, I'm I'm not in the loop anymore. I'm just... It's tattoos, tattoos all the time. Yeah. So... Well, you I got your, your sweet... Uh, kaiju collection going on yes i do uh, i got a lot, some of it's in here most of it's at the shop yeah no oh, i see hedora back there chilling with yeah with I got the king <laughs> i'm getting a little bit more intrigued on this uh gordon green exorcist trilogy yeah tr- i didn't know it was gonna be a trilogy yeah, where did yeah, that come I, from I, I think that it just dropped but i mean i'll have to base it more on how halloween kills goes to see how this, you know, next one does, but this could be interesting. It's going to be a, another direct sequel, and he's making a whole trilogy out of it. Right. Well, is that going to be his deal then? Just taking old properties, making new trilogies, and I guess we'll see. I don't know how uh, what to think about kills. I, I thought it was going to be. Uh, I'm excited for kills. I told you I don't like the direction I see it going, but the only negative review I've seen so far was. It was an old school slasher in a good way and a bad way, which I don't even know what that means. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yeah, that's like the most like lame review. Yeah. Well, it was I mean like bl- bl- it was bloody disgusting, but I didn't read it because I don't want anything spoiled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Yeah, I saw that headline myself. I hope we have a whole theater ourselves. I hope so too. This way we can sweet. bring beers in mm-hmm. and not bother anybody, just walk around, yeah. talk to each other. Right. <laughs> It'll be like the Mahoning basically. Are, <laughs> you can't buy it on Peacock if you went to it at home, can't you too? Yeah. Yeah. Right so I'll, I'll probably def- I I will definitely rewatch it. Yeah. Probably a couple of days after we see it. Have you started watching any of the old ones yet? Or? Oh my god, I have so much to get. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I have so much to watch. I got three with franchises with all these, with all these new right with all these new shows. Like I'm busy boy, mm. yeah. and then we got all these episodes. 
Well, what'll happen with me is I'll start my vacation and then I won't go to bed till like three, four in the morning and I'll get through like three to four movies a night. <laughs> just crush it out. Yeah. 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 I'll just have like a bottle of like Heaven Hill and just sip on Heaven Hills and gingers. I think the one year I did the first uh, eight Nightmare on Elm Street, not Nightmares, um, Friday the 13th in two and a half days. Damn. Yeah. I watched three the first night, I remember, because I, I went through like half a bottle. <laughs> That's how I remember. And then somebody yelled at me. Right then somebody yelled at me because I had a plastic bottle of whiskey. I was like, "That's what the big one comes straight, in. What do you want? Class. What do you want? What do you want?" Um, All right, well, listen. Well, I have it here. Oh, let me run something by it. It's a weird one, so bear with me. Tell me about your ideal bowl of chili. Ah, chili. I'm not a big chili fan. You don't like chili? What? I don't like beans in my chili. All right, that's fine. That's what I'm talking about. Tell me your some, ideal I want bowl. Some meat. A little cheese. Tortillas maybe cracked up on there. A little crunch factor. Yeah. Right. Uh, my most of my experience with chili is like the Hormel cans that you buy in the super Yeah, I have like two of those in my cabinet right now. Hey, so you're a chili guy. Nah, they're just like in case I want a chili dog. All right, so no exactly. beans. That's it. I'm done. I don't. You don't I'm... want to do any like kind of like different types of meat. <laughs> uh, we got dogs on the loose. Producer, what about you? I feel like you would have a be able to lay down a good bowl of chili. I didn't say I don't like it. I said I don't. I don't get into it like that. I just eat whatever they're put in front of me. My idea. We've been making like healthy chili recently, which is still pretty good. But um, still, I'll do beef, probably three or four different types of beans, whatever, whatever's mm-hmm. in there. I um, dig beans in mine. I like. I like. Pete will tell you like. Beans and like you said, beans have no place in chili. I agree. But I like beans in there. I like a nice chunky chili. You know? Yeah, yeah. A little bit of spice, of little bit of spice to it. Yeah, definitely a lot of cheese on the top, and I like the crunch. I feel like you just you can't beat that. Right. So yeah. I, I make a black chili. Whoa! It is, I mean, as black as black, and it's beef based, black beans, and then the secret is the amp up the flavor and change it up and make it black is uh, espresso and unsweetened chocolate. So like what's it. the point of making it black? It looks cool in the bowl. Oh. So there's no like... It's just a gimmick, but it looks cool. <laughs> Gimmicking up your chili. Then especially if you do it in a plate with the white rice under there and like do the whole big pile of rice with the black chili on top, it looks all... Alright. Yeah. Cool. That's way cooler than my bowl of chili. I mean, I like chili on a hot dog. Yeah, I mean, I mean, chili dogs are great at them. I uh, like chili. Remember Wendy's chili? Wendy's chili was good. Yeah. I would get the Wendy's chili and the baked potato. Mm-hmm. Mm. Weird. All right, well, that's tonight's well, I have you here. <laughs> <laughs> Hormel, no beans, and then black. All right, well, let me go back to back then. Uh-oh. So I did the uh, next chapter of Taking Shape uh, after Halloween 6 was obviously Halloween H2O. It was actually quite an interesting chapter. Um, there was a little bit of drama, not nearly as much as, as um, Halloween 6, but there was some stuff with multiple scripts, uh, multiple directors, producers, stuff like that. But the one thing that stood out, or a few things stood out, but... In one of the earlier scripts, Michael gets killed off by a helicopter. The blades cut him in half. Like his head or his whole body? 
No, right in half. Nice. Uh, that was ditched pretty early on. Then there was one script being written called Halloween 7. Um, Halloween 7, Two Faces of Evil. And it was kind of like Michael is locked up in a in the um, asylum. But there's murders happening in Haddonfield to teenagers just like in Michael's style. But then Michael dies, but his body disappears. And the murders continue to happen. And there's some... I don't know why they went this route, but there was a magician in town who was a huge fan of Michael, like obsessed with the Haddonfield killings. So like the whole movie was like a back and forth, like, oh, is Michael doing this or is it this copycat? That would have been lame. Magician? Yeah, I don't know why he was a magician. Like the author like went out of his way to say, yeah, the guy's a magician. Was it like David Blaine? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to kill you now. Um, <laughs> but what was really interesting, I don't know if you guys knew this, I didn't even know. So while that script was being written and the wine scenes and I think the Akkads, like were kind of like, I don't know if it's going to work. Jamie Lee Curtis approached them and said, it's going to be 20 years later since the original when you're planning, like when we're planning on doing this, I want to be in the movie and part of the creative team. I want to bring back John Carpenter and Deborah Hill and get the gang back together and do a 20th anniversary sequel. So the Akkads and the Weinsteins love that. The only problem was Carpenter felt like he was owed a lot of money from the previous sequel, so he demanded $10 million, and they quickly said no. So him and Deborah Hill departed, and Jamie Lee obviously stayed on. I feel like $10 million is reasonable. Yeah. I mean, I guess in 97, it was... John Carpenter, man. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. That, that would, like, how awesome would that have yeah. been? Yeah, Carpenter's worth it. Yeah. So that, that was really the, the big thing I learned from about... H2O. Then there was a lot of like back and forth with the scripts and some minor variations and stuff, but for the most part, that's what we know today. But I thought that was interesting that Jamie Lee Curtis was the one that like demanded to make it, and they ditched the whole Two Faces of Evil script. Well, I don't. Anything with a magician, I'm probably out on. Terror Train's about is <laughs> the only thing that's getting that's away as with far the magician. As a magician you go. Yeah. It's the only <laughs> thing that's getting away with the magician in horror. So next up's Resurrection. I'm sure that's going to be a doozy. It's going to be a doozy. That and Rob Zombie's second one, like you said. Yeah. Remember yeah. when we went and saw that? Jeff? It was yeah. the second Halloween. Yeah, we were... Uh, Trash. We, we were, were so confused old, when we... We were in that old theater. It was... Uh, it was yeah, a, the one up on my parents' my yeah. parents' house. Yeah. But you just got dissed by a weird owl. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> but that party, man, that party scene, I want to be there. Yeah, the party. Yeah, it was a cool party. I think everyone's learned a lot about me through this show that I'm just so envious of anyone that gets to go to a fun party. <laughs> that's like, all. Yeah. Oh, that's it. I'm like, this movie, why... this movie's bullshit because parties like that don't happen. <laughs> I don't know why you didn't go to parties. I went to an all-dude school. Parties were kegs in the woods with a bunch of dudes. dudes. Exactly. Yeah, we grew up in Roxborough, dudes, so yeah. it's pretty much that's how it goes. Yeah. If you knew a girl, that would have been cool. Uh, there's, there's a girl over there. Whoa, whoa, there's one girl here. Girl Everybody, be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's one girl there, and she's my fucking cousin. Yeah, Jesus <laughs> Christ. That's not that's not even a lie. <laughs> um, so are we ready to get into this list? Is everyone I I prepared? I think it's time. 
Can I can I rant about this list before we get into it? Uh-oh, yeah. It's not a rant. It's not a bad rant. It was kind of like a, a preamble. This list gave me fits. Um, I struggled. I was trying to keep it within one theme because, like, this subject has a lot to it. There's, like, horror comedies. Comedy movies that have some horror in them. Yep. Black comedies. Yep. Horror movies yep. that are just so bad they end up being funny. I, I, I'm going to say I, I tried... Or I, to avoid those. Yeah, I like I tried to make it like where at least in some realm the director and the writer was going for it to in some okay. way be a comedy. Okay. But I had a hard time narrowing it down to ten. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. that was the biggest yeah. problem too. Yeah. There's so many like the ones that are well done are awesome. They're like timeless. But then like I, I didn't know if I should avoid the obvious classics, but then. You know, if they're meant to be on the list, they should be on the list. And, yeah. and I shouldn't just avoid them because they're classics and everyone knows about Yeah, them. I would say, like, this would end up being, like, one of the most um, polarizing episodes, right? Because it's like, the, yeah, the list to narrow it to 10 is very hard. It's all subjective here. And I, could, I had, like, three pages of, like, movies. Like, I was yeah, like, I just I just jot stuff down, jot stuff down, then I start making a list. And it's just like, I... There, I don't like. I didn't even know where to start. Like my number one on my list is not my number one. It's just like the closest movie I could think of to like. My number one is the only thing that's set in stone. For wow, me. none of my stuff set in stone, and that's the problem. I mean, this is going to be an issue again when we're all together doing a list when we do Godzilla. Yeah. Because like, do we break yeah. it? Do we break it out into eras, or do we just do? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It, it has to be in eras, right? Yeah. It's got to be Showa era, then Heisei, and then Milan, okay, etc. I agree. I agree. I will uh, drop a spoiler here. I had three trauma movies that I was going to put on oh, here, Jesus. but to to not hear Vinny bitch, I just left them all off. <laughs> no, you do. I you. Didn't, yeah, honestly, I didn't even consider trauma movies. I didn't think about that. I, yeah. too, I had all this other crap going on. And yeah. I was like, eh. Yeah, I it's, I didn't feel like hearing Vinny complain. <laughs> I won't complain. And go, I haven't seen that. I don't know. And I was like, I try to make you watch we're, it. We're still gonna do a terminal list at some point. Yeah, I know. It's gonna be about twenty thirty five when we're old men, and you're like, eh, I uh, stayed awake till six o'clock last night, and I watched the Toxic <laughs> Avenger. Well, there was a. I mean, there has been a couple trauma movies that I've kind of. No, well, if not, yeah, I snuck like, oh, black well. roses on you. You're like, oh well, that's just trauma. Like they bought it, they didn't make it. Like, oh, well, I don't want to tell you that. Well, that's that's fine, but you just badmouth trauma in general. <laughs> you give them no credit. You just like you're like uh, I don't know why I don't like them. You're it's like mainstream Hollywood. You're sitting no, here. No, I am not mainstream Hollywood. Go watch Jaws. All right. I love Jaws. Yeah, I'll give any. I'll give any this much, man. Trauma's not for everybody. But, like, that whole style of being... But he liked Luther the Geek. Yeah, like, that whole style of of what Troma well, is, I love I love that, just not the Troma version. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Maybe it's because you've just always thought it, and now I'm just like, nah, poo-poo. <laughs> it's like uh, me in every classic movie. I mean, I'll never see that. Why? Well, everyone talks about it. I can only be let down. <laughs> All right, well, producer man... You got these trivia ready? Oh, yeah. Do it. Horror comedies is what we're doing, by the way. I don't think we ever even mentioned it. Yes, that. we did. Did we? Yeah. yeah, good Good for us. Should we break down the numbers before or after trivia? Do it after trivia. All right. Wait, so Chris, do you, you know yeah. like how all the list works with the rules and the money in the bank and all that stuff, right? Uh, Refresh my memory. All right, so 
based on who wins trivia, you get your right. choice of money in the bank, which means you get to completely eliminate someone's pick. All right. Um, and take it over as your own. Okay. Or you get the number one overall. Or the loser of trivia most likely ends up with just more quantity, but a likelihood that they're going to get money in the bank anyway. Gotcha. And then we just go back and forth, picking the list yep. of the top ten horror comedies. All right. And now the trivia to decide. Oh, boy. Trivial Pursuit Horror. Soon to be sponsored. <laughs> uh, you guys just want me to ring them off? Uh, just read one, and then we'll go from there. Okay. Who directed Seven? David Fincher. Damn. Damn it. So good at trivia. That was quick. I, yeah, he is a trivia king. I want the quantity on this one. Really? Yeah. You're avoiding number one and money in the bank? Yeah. All right. That's interesting. Yeah. Interesting. All right. That's This is a curveball. We never had this happen. I know. It's. I told you, this list had me all over the damn place. Okay. All right, so that question. means you'll have the number nine, the number eight, the number five, and the number two. All right, I can live with that. All right, All right number two. Next question. In the Texas Chainsaw Massacre in 1974, how is a hitchhiker related to Leatherface? And his little brother? That is correct. Fuck. Hey. You want money in the bank or number one? Give me number one. All right. So, Vinny. You're hmm. left with either... Do you get the money in the back or no? I guess so. Wow. It just fell to me. Weird. It's never happened. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's the only thing left. Oof. All right. Fair enough. All right. So, money in the bank. Vinny, you're picking at number 10. Oh, there are flashcards. Oh, yeah. Chris, you got the number still, right? To, Chris is going to be texting in his his picks, and we'll... Uh, We'll get them from there. All right. Let me just go over the order one yeah. more time. We're going top 10. So I have the money in the bank. So I will have the number 10, the number 6, and the number 3. Uh, Chris has the number 1 overall pick. So he's going to wait all the way until number 7. And then he has 3 and 1, right? Or no, I'm sorry. I'm all messed up. He has oh, seven, uh, he has 7, 4, and 1. 7, 4, and 1. Yeah. yeah. And then, Jeff, you have nine, eight, five, and two. Correct. All right. So, I'm kicking it off here, huh? Yeah. Let's Good see. luck. Number 10. I don't know. This will be controversial. Or not. I don't think there's going to be a lot of controversy on this this here episode. Uh-oh, we're getting some static here. What's that all about? I don't, know. I don't know where it's coming from. Whatever. It's probably my phone. Do you want me to read it? Yeah, that's your job, man. <laughs> just hand me a flashcard. That's what he does, and then you read it. You say, Dead Snow 2, Red versus Dead. Oh, I had it I had it at number nine. So oh, good yeah? selection. All good. right. Chris, what do you think about that one? Did you hear what, what he said? You... Oh, he, nah. he, he read that really low. Dead Snow 2. Oh, red versus dead. I don't know if I saw the second one. You didn't I see that? The first one. It's just I a can't remember if I saw the second one. The splatter fest. <laughs> yeah, so it's a splatter fest. I actually thought, I kind of think this is one of those ones where like the sequel is better than the first. I agree. I like the first one, but it's not 
that much of a comedy compared to this one. I mean, like this one's over the top in being splatter and comedy. Like it's both. Like they're it's in your face. There's no doubt about it. Um, and like how they're finding a unique way to kill the zombies with a good touch on it. Yeah, I love it. I love the whole zombie squad thing. I love um, what's his name um, from Freaks and Geeks. I can't remember his name now. Martin Starr. Uh, his character is just hilarious. They freaking three nerds from America just like fly over to Norway. And yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It's just a over the top splatter fest. Wacky, um, funny gags with the zombies. There's the his like loyal dog zombie who like follows him and he ends up using for all sorts of shit and yep, yep. basically re-killing him over and over and over and over and over. And it really takes the Nazi thing to a whole nother level. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I think this is a, a good one for number 10 to start the list. I agree. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, I'm sorry. We're getting some staticky interference. Oh. My bad. I think it's the phone, but it's all good. Yeah, you can, you can read it off. Uh, number nine, Club Dread. Reactions? No, mm. no. no. I, I, love that. I, I, I love that movie. Yeah. I didn't even think about. I didn't even think about this one. Oh, dude, it's the best horror yeah. comedy. Yeah, I it's mean, like it's... I said. It's it's a comedy that that uses horror, um, but very very well done. And Bill Paxton's in it. And Come Bill on. Bill Paxton crushes it. Yeah. He plays a guitar the entire yeah. time. Coconut hey, Pete. Pete. Yeah, <laughs> Coconut I think you mean Pina Coladaberg. Well, this guy's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it, it just it takes the whole horror genre and plays with all the tropes and makes them funny. Yeah. And like the whole like that whole first um establishing like red herring scene over a bag of weed, basically. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um great just a lot like one that island looks too fun yeah, like out of control like absolutely. sex island absolutely. or whatever yeah <laughs> and, um and like the characters I, it's just too fun i remember seeing this in the theater and everyone absolutely hated it and i was like what the hell is wrong with you people it was exactly so good. Yeah. i think that was one that was always on like comedy central late night or something like that i mean it's it's broken lizard for christ's yeah. sake so i uh I always loved it. See, Funk, your memories on this one? Oh, I, I love that movie. I can't, I'm ashamed that I didn't even think about it. That movie yeah, I know. Me. I feel bad I didn't think about it either. I mean... See? I and also, it need, like, this would have been a great candidate for a rewatch. Damn it. We're going to have to do a part two now. <laughs> yeah, it's just too fun. If you haven't seen it, go go out and see it. We all have. I think I have it on DVD somewhere. Actually, I might have to watch it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. But... So fun. Um, God, what was his? I can't. I can't remember his name. Jay Chander Gascar's character with the dreadlocks. Oh, oh you British. Billy Ford. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Piss on that! I'm bringing my machetai. <laughs> All right, number eight. This is where it gets hard. It's just so freaking hard now. Um, so, producer, if you don't know, you got to keep these in order because you're gonna have to. Read the list off at the end of the okay. thing. That's where, and we'll write the numbers on there. Okay. All right. So this producer this is a Calico pick. I want to intro by saying this is Hold another. Hold on, whoa, whoa! I get number eight. No, that's Jess pick still. Yeah, it's me still. Oh, you're seven. Yeah, I'm eight. Sorry. <laughs> get out of here trying to steal my picks. 
guests. These guests are always overstepping hey, I, their bounds. I know. It's Vinny trying to. He's trying to. I'm, just, I'm so excited about Calgo's pick. Oh, so that's good. You better. Uh... All right, I'm. I'm going with this one. It was a toss-up between this and another movie. Number eight, Slither. James Gunn, Slither. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the only argument I would have is put it higher. Yeah, but the problem was that it's this and Night of the Creeps, and they're the same movie. Uh, yeah, I much. put Night of the Creeps over this. Okay, so I, I put this over Night of the Creeps. Oh, because Ooh. while Night of the Creeps is great and funny, this is just bonkers funny. This takes that whole scenario yeah. and makes it way yeah. gooier to, and gorier and just all like the foul mouth. Like, to shit on Atkins. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not shitting on Atkins. I would never. Shit. Don't you dare mm-hmm. say that I would shit on Atkins ever. Throw me. <laughs> but like the foul mouth mayor. Like, steals the movie. Yeah, the mayor is... Yeah, um, he does steal the movie. Like... The, the practical effects, too. Like, on the horror side of it. Yeah. Not just the the cast alone. James Gunn directing. Um, You know. I think, like, Night of the Creeps was of its era. So, like, it was kind of commonplace to see, like, a funny, goofy horror movie. Mm-hmm. Slither kind of took the mid early 2000s like gore fests and then put a funny spin on it which we hadn't seen at least i hadn't seen up to that point unless you thought like saul was funny which (laughs) i did not so (laughs) yeah it's been a while i haven't seen that in so long and i that's another one i didn't think of like yeah i told you dude i have a list of just stuff and it was just i had to like rifle through and figure out what i wanted it's tough, but it's like, I mean, I was having a hard time with just the movies that I had in mind, and now there's all these movies that I didn't even think about, and it's completely screwing me up. Aha. Yeah. But. I told yeah, you, man. Good pick. It's a polarizing Damn episode. it, like, watch, this is going to be another one where I don't even use the money in the bank. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. I mean, it's easy if you really want to get something in. All right. So now we're up to the crisp pick at number seven. And I just want to say I didn't think about this one either. And I'm ashamed of myself, but also so <laughs> excited that Chris thought about it. Transylvania 6 5000. Transylvania 6 5000. Yeah. That is correct. <laughs> That's it. 6 5000. Jeff Goldblum. That's Jeff right. Goldblum. That's a great movie. I haven't seen that since they used to show it on Comedy Central like every day in October. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. Right. yeah. that's how I first saw it, I think. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's a good one though. It's from like '85, like so it's like maybe like one years old when that came out. But uh, yeah, it's Jeff Goldblum, um, Ed Begley Jr., Gina Davis, Michael Richards, uh, the dad from Beetlejuice. So many people in this movie, and it's just awesome. It's like the name alone is the play on uh, an old Looney Tunes cartoon with Bugs Bunny and a vampire, which itself is a play on a song, Pennsylvania Six Five Thousand. Yep. I didn't know any of that, so that's yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, like the ringtone, like one of the phones ringing in the the hotel. Uh-huh. It's a like the tone to that is actually Pennsylvania six five thousand. So every time like he answers the phone, 
He says Transylvania six five thousand. Because that's the point in the song where you would say uh-huh. Pennsylvania six five thousand. Yeah, it makes sense. But like, yeah, I mean, it's great. I mean, you got all these, uh, you got these two tabloid reporters you know, tra- traveling Transylvania because these two schmucks like uh, got you know attacked by what they thought was Frankenstein. So they get they get sent. They got to go there, and you know everyone in the town's all like trying to like you know. Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? They're trying to shake off that whole, you know, monsters and stuff because they're Transylvania. They don't want the image of that anymore. And these dudes are trying to dig it all up. And then you got like the Wolfman character, who's played by the um, ogre from uh, Revenge of the Nerds. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah Can't yeah. remember uh, his name. <laughs> yeah, Donald Gibbs. That's it. okay. Um, and then you know Gina Davis is the vampire, but she's just an infomaniac looking for attention. <laughs> you know. Um, the Frankenstein dude, he was just in a bad car accident, so he's all jacked up and like in a body brace. And there's like explanations for why these people are like this, and they're just goofy. But uh, yeah, it's a great movie. And like Kramer's the bellhop guy, and he's a total nutcase. <laughs> I think he's a nutcase in yeah, real the, life. Uh, yeah, he's the, a nutcase in real life. But I mean, it's, he was like the the clumsy butler. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely yeah, gonna I mean, have to watch. It has, oh, it's so good. It's it has all the. I'm surprised time. this hasn't gotten like a, a nice upgraded Blu-ray treatment. For I anybody. think it has recently, really? like the last couple really? of years. I think Scream Factory or someone put it out like not too long ago. I'll have to look. At, I'll have to look for that because I just have a DVD that I bought for like two bucks at Walmart. Yeah, I have a shitty DVD copy of it. Well, I have to. I gotta watch it again. It's been so long. Yeah, this is a good one. I don't know how this dip, like this wasn't on my radar either. Yeah, there's too many, too many, too many. Yeah, there's a ton. Like I said, it was a hard narrative. Could have went like marathon, top twenty. Yeah, we could have. This could be yeah. nine parter. <laughs> top, uh, top ten for every day of the month. Yep, totally. Where are we at here, Vin- right. Vinny? Back to me, huh? Number six, eh? All right, let's see. I think I'm gonna. Save that movie for when I money in the bank one of you guys. Wow. Alright, actually no. Yeah, we're going with this. Six is a fine spot for this one. Producer? Thank you. Number six. Grabbers. Oh, the Irish Tremors. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've never seen it. Oh, that's a good one. It is like the Irish Tremors, but um, the spin on this one is the monster won't bother them as long as you're drunk. The monster, <laughs> the monsters well, immune. Can't get more Irish than that. Yeah, can't can't mess with alcohol. So it's like a little seaside village, tiny island off of, off of Ireland, fishing village. And, uh, you know, early on opening credits, a meteor crashes into the ocean and brings with it a tentacled monster that grabs everybody to their demise. And uh, the, they're trying to escape and elude this thing, and they realize the monster doesn't like alcohol, so there's nothing left to do but to bunker down in the, in the pub, sort of Shaun the Dead style, and get drunk to avoid this thing. And it's very, um, I mean, I'm not from Ireland or been to Ireland, but like you can tell it's like 
Irish European humor, but all the drunk stuff like when when that gets mixed in is quite comical. And I love a creature feature and a monster movie, and this one does a great job at doing both the comedy and a creature feature. It's good stuff, and I like. Um, it's one of those. I I know Ireland does it. I think Scotland and some other European countries where, you know how they do like the filmmakers lottery in certain countries? Yeah, to see if it'll get funded or not. Right. So it'll get funded okay. it'll get funded by the the government if you win this filmmaking lottery. It's like a way to pump up the the arts in the country. So this one this movie won that in two thousand twelve. Yeah. Um but it doesn't mean like it doesn't end up being like propaganda or anything like that or like they have to talk about how great Ireland is. It's just a way to to pump up the arts in their country. But no, I gotta tell you, I'm surprised you're uh, taking this one on the list here. Why? I'm, I'm not arguing it. I'm just saying. I really hey, enjoy this one. These are these are prime spots to be this had. This gets a frequent. This gets a frequent rewatch for me. Did you catch that? Um, again, Eagles game on the background. It's going to be a little distracting. Yeah. Once again, apologize for the static. I do not know how to fix it. I don't know what happened. I think it has to do with where uh, Instagram FaceTime thingamabobber. I think it's that. We're gramming. We're We're on the gram and I'm bringing the drip. (laughs) Go through phone calls going forward. Huh? Phone call. Yeah. I wanted to see that shining face of his, though. Okay. It's been a couple weeks since he put... The mark of the beast on me. That's right. Go ahead, number five. Number five. Behind the mask, the rise of the Leslie. Oh, yeah. 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 Vinny doesn't like it at five. No, I'm just worried. I'm just worried. Oh, he's worried. You know, when we get into like the, the top of the list, like things are getting knocked off. Things oh. are getting knocked off. There's. I already know that one of mine isn't gonna make it. And I forgot I did leave a trauma movie in here. So, but um. Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon. It's an idea that we've all had, right? Like the day in the life of a movie serial killer. What are they doing? What 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 you know, what kind of planning goes on? How how are they making this all happen? And this is the movie that answers those questions. <laughs> the docu mockumentary style. Um Leslie Vernon. He uh he's just some quote escaped psychopath who wants to be the next Michael Myers. He's trying to be like the next, the next one. And he's basically uh, taking a documentary crew step by step through how he's going to become the next classic serial killer. And the goofy hilariousness ensues. I like it a lot. Uh, and I remember the first time I saw this movie, I was like, I can't wait for the sequel. And I it know, has never happened. Never it never came. Never. And apparently they were going to make it a comic book at one point, and they just kind of dropped uh, dropped that. But damn, is it funny. Like, I love, too, they, like, they rocked that, like, starring Robert England thing in it, and he's in it for, like, 35 seconds. He pops up, like, three times through the movie wearing the same clothes. So, like, you know, they had him for, like, half a day. Yeah. Like, all right, you're going to do, uh, you're going to run in here, you're going to run in here, and then you're going to run in here. Cool. Great. Um... Yeah, I was debating uh, bringing out the briefcase, but I can't bring out the briefcase on. I don't Leslie Vernon. I don't Leslie Vernon. This is great. I love how meta it is. It, it gets into all oh, the yeah. the slasher stereotypes, um, and I forget. Wait, does it? 
they play it like it was real life, right? Yeah. yeah. Like Michael, Freddy, like all that. Like, well, not Freddy, but Michael, Jason. No, you did Freddy too, right? I don't remember if he talks about Freddy, but they, they yeah. play it as if it's real because his mentor guy is vaguely supposed to be Billy from Black Christmas. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, all that is great, especially if you're in any way a slasher and horror movie fan. It's uh, good stuff. So fill out number five, huh? Yeah, and then there's a little twist at the end, too, where you find out who his victim actually is, who he's actually going after. Yep. God, I mean, like, I'm surprised, especially now, like, that sequel still hasn't yeah. happened. Yeah, it's so fun, too. Like, oh, it's like the setups and stuff. He's like, all right, now. What's that? That movie's genius. Yeah. That movie's genius. I love that movie. Yeah, it's, it, like I said, it's one of those ideas, like, everybody had. Like, I think there was a little, like, bullshit short it was like a day in the life of michael myers and it's just like some dude in the michael myers costume like in the summer just like doing errands and stuff and like waiting for halloween yeah but i love yeah i just love the whole like when he's setting the traps and like you know like and then i'm gonna cut the power and everyone should go running down here and it's just like everything that would happen in a movie it's, it's like explaining the, the logic is so important yeah <laughs> i'm walking then saying i'm gonna run like a gazelle <laughs> Who's up next here? Number four, what we do in the shadows. Oh, very good. Yeah, call. I know it's a little newer, but I can't, I can't not put this movie on. It's a so good. Peter. It's the funniest movie, vampire movie ever, and the TV show is even funnier. Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen anything from this season yet. I gotta watch. I it. saw all the first two episodes. Uh, I think I watched the first one with you. Actually, yeah. we were pretty lit up. But damn, is it good? It's such a yeah, good movie. I mean, for anyone who hasn't seen it, I mean, it's it takes place in New Zealand, and it's like three, well, four technically vampires like sharing a house together, and uh, flatmates. <laughs> yeah, they're flatmates. Yeah, and just basically living vampire life as three, you know, doofus vampires. Yeah, <laughs> you know. And I like how they have one from each era of like, of, of, yeah. as we know, of vampires. You have the romantic one. You have like the ancient Nosferatu one. You have mm -hmm. the pretty boy one. Um, and eventually the modern one gets worked in. Yep. I'm Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so good. And then it's the werewolves. Yeah. <laughs> We're werewolves, yeah. not swearwolves. Get your pants yeah, yeah. off. <laughs> Can I tear your pants? <laughs> yeah, it, it's everything about it. So many is, good moments. It's brilliant. It's, the, uh, I don't know their names, but the creators of Flight of the Concord. And like, it's all uh, yeah. Jermaine Clement. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, yeah. Tico. Tico with Petey. Yeah. Guy who wrote Thor three and all that, like so well done. Those guys are so fun. I love Flight of the Concord. So when I yeah. saw this, anything Jermaine's in is like it's pretty much gold for sure. There's so many like little jokes in it too. Like oh yeah, like the, blink the, the, and you'll the, miss the, it jokes. Like just like yeah. in dialogue, or you'll catch it like on rewatch. Yeah, like, like uh, what's I love his... the I love the uh, the virgin blood thing where he's like they're trying to explain why they <laughs> why do you drink virgin blood and the one guy's like well because it's cool. And then Jermaine Clement's character, Vlad, is like, Vlad the Poker, by the way. <laughs> so, um, he's like, well, we try, I try to think of it like this. And if you're going to eat a sandwich, you'd enjoy it better if you knew no one had fucked it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Eat your spaghetti. Eat your boschettis. <laughs> Why don't you eat your worms? Like, <laughs> <laughs> So good. Um, I, th so that dude, the boschetti guy, he's like explaining becoming a vampire. And he's like... <laughs> 
I forget how it comes out, but like he's clearly like a grown ass man, but like coming like the middle ages and stuff. He's like, I was turned when I was fourteen. <laughs> I think you're thinking of Vlad because um, he says I'm six. I was sixteen when I was turning into the vampire, but back then life was rough to a sixteen year old. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they had um, the only thing that could have made this movie I think better is if they worked in or thought to work in the. What do they call it? The draining vampire? No, oh, well, these, yeah, that's, that's uh, I don't come. think they thought of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think that was Because that's, I mean, that's just gold. Yeah, there was. Oh, Colin so Robinson. good. Yeah. Hello, yeah. like, Colin so Robinson. <laughs> yeah, the show. Like, the show is so much, it's like, it's all, it's like magic, dude. Like, yeah. I can't not, I can't not watch it. The, At first, I was very apprehensive about it, too, because I was like, eh, man, they're doing it in Americans. They're going to do it in America with different people in it. But then, like, all the vampires from the movies make a cameo. Mm-hmm. And they didn't bring back Peter, though. No, they didn't bring back Peter, unfortunately. I love it. But, like, Matt Berry, the dude who plays Laszlo, he's, he's funny as hell. Yeah, I. Jackie Daytona. Yes, exactly. Jackie Daytona. <laughs> what is it? Human bartender. <laughs> I, got, I got turned into a vampire for two reasons, essentially to drink blood and fuck forever. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that sh- I gotta watch the new season. I'm so behind. Dude, the Jackie Daytona episode had me rolling. Yeah, I'm, I think only like two or three episodes left of the new season. Oh, so wow, it's like, God, it's, it's almost the whole done. Damn season. Yeah, it's I'm, moving. I'm human weeks. bartender, Jackie Daytona. <laughs> I put on these blue jeans that episode and, is great. and my Mark toothpick. Hamill? Yes. Is Jim the vampire or whatever? <laughs> yeah. Trades him the, uh, the ba- singing bass. <laughs> yeah. This is one of a kind. You can't get these anywhere else. <laughs> all right moving on yeah well, i could just keep going i could just sit here and uh, yeah talk I, could, about I could talk about this for two more hours which kind of makes me wonder should it have been number one <laughs> i mean i just saved my number one for something else uh, yeah i'm trying to figure out what chris is where are we at here number four number three three yeah that's right number three yep number three cabin in the woods mm. yeah this had to make it for me. I I love it. I love it's, it. This barely just barely missed my list. I love this movie. This is great. Yeah. The, um, again with the meta stuff and this like how on the nose it is. Yeah. And from a comedy aspect, how great Richard Jenkins and Bradley Whitford <laughs> yeah, are together. Oh, so Bradley Whitford is so good. I mean, they are just so their back and forth is yeah. so good. The banter is great. And then when Bradley Whitford, like. All he wants to see is that merman, and then he, and then the, that's his demise. Like it's, yeah. it's great, and like the uh, all the like, like they make it like um, you know white collar and blue collar like make it feel like it's your workplace when they're doing the whole betting. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's like it's like, like oh, um, this is completely normal, and they're just betting on how these people. It's are like doing office it. space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. And how the. What was it? The security guard and the, you know, whatever, the intern girl were fighting because they picked the same monster. <laughs> like, so good. And then the horror stuff, there's nothing inventive or original behind it because that's on purpose because it's all supposed to be on the news. Um, yeah. And then the ending with just all hell breaking loose. And yeah, that's the best. All the nightmares yeah. and the creatures. Yeah. Like, I love all the knockoff monsters. 
Yeah. Like they're they're knockoffs, but you know who they are. Yep. It's like yep. it's not as bad as that dollar toy Superman you get where it's got like Batman's head and a teenage mutant ninja turtle's body, but there's like an <laughs> S on its back and like, oh, it's Yeah, it's a me- Mexican Superman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I liked that one a lot. It took me a long time to see that one too. I was way late to the show on that one. Yeah, I was yeah, when I, I remember when it came out, I I was thinking to myself, I'm like, man, it's just another one of them dumb modern horror movies that I, I have no interest in. And then uh, I don't know what made me, what made me watch it, but I'm so glad I did. Yeah, I mean, and for being a studio release too, like 2011, I wouldn't have trusted anything being like two, like that. That time period was good for indie stuff, but a studio release hitting major theaters, I really probably wouldn't have given the time of day. But this one ended up being a gem. And Thor Indeed. was in it. Yes, he was. Yeah. yeah. And I like that he wasn't a big enough name yet that it was okay that he could crash his dirt bike into a invisible screen yeah. and just fall to his like, demise, never, feet never to be yeah. seen from again. Yeah. yeah. The, the stoner dude's great. Um, the coffee, the coffee mug in the beginning, and he's smoking it. And... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, good stuff. I mean, I, I revisit this one frequently just for just for fun and for a good laugh. This sucks. All right. Number two. This sucks because I'm Number like, two. there's so much I want to talk about still. We went too fast. Nah. We should have done the top 20. Yeah. And this one might be, this one may be controversial. Who knows? Oh, God. I wish I could get rid of that static. I hate it. Just knowing it there is bothering me. Sorry. I'm just not sure what's causing it. I think it's my phone, but it's not. I got it. Far away enough from the board. I don't know. Go ahead. Number two, one cut of the two. The dead. The dead. To he. To he. The. Your E looks like an O. I'm sorry. Look at that. It's an E. It's an O. Yeah, I would have thought it was. I thought it was like toe. I'm not here to argue about my my penmanship. One cut of the dead. 2017 Japanese film hilarious um it is unlike anything you'll ever see it is very unique it is two two very different segments the first 37 minutes or something like that is one single take of essentially a zombie movie it's 37 minutes of people making a zombie movie that gets attacked by real zombies the second half of the movie is how this all came to be and how they were doing this and all this nonsense. And it is hilarious. I laughed out loud many, many times, like out loud by myself on my couch. Um, it's basically like everything that you, you think of when you think of like, um, uh, what could go wrong making the movie? So they got the, the bratty star, the actress who doesn't want to do anything and then keeps blaming her agency. Uh, two of the very important actors get in a car accident the day of, um, you know, and then just everything takes shape from there. And this, this dude's career is basically on the line. Like I said, it, he's supposed to do the gist is like, he's supposed to do one shot for 
the length of this, what they were doing for, I think they were calling it like zombie TV or zombie channel or something like that. But it was a big deal. Like whatever they were doing was supposed to be a big deal. And this dude's like career was on the line. And he takes over as the, the, the director, takes over as the character of the director in the movie, inside the movie. It's confusing. You got to watch it. But like all the frustrations he went through and like the pre-production stuff start coming out. And it just, it's just hilarious. Um, it's on shutter. You can watch it with Joe Bob's commentary or without. It's a much quicker watch without, I assure you. I think that the yeah. beginning of the Joe Bob episode is like 25 minutes of him ranting. <laughs> <laughs> like any Joe Bob episode. Yeah. Well, it was like pre-election. It's like right oh. before the election. So he's like going complete Joe Bob. I'll check it out. I've never seen it. I haven't even heard of that. Oh, one. dude, it's so good. Please watch it. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's very I'll indie. It and it's, what's that? So I'll watch it tonight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know why it flies so far into the radar. I don't know, dude. It got... It's a, a... The film itself is the final project for this film school in Japan. Like, it was their... Whatever you would call the end of the... Like, exam. And... Uh, there's some small film school in Japan. It showed at like some festival mm-hmm. and then someone saw it and went to a bigger festival and it got like a standing ovation. At this they, got, they got a lot of hype in like the horror community. Oh yeah. And it's, it's so well done. Like it's so fun. And then, like I said, like, it's like you, three movies in one. Yeah. I was going to say it, it's a lot going on. And then to, to see what they, the credits are kind of like a behind the scenes, of that very first part of the movie with the long take. You have to watch it. I can't even do it justice. I just spoiled it too if you haven't seen it. <laughs> but I guess I didn't really spoil it because I mean, even in that first 37 minutes, it's not exactly like a barn burner of a movie. It's just like good zombie yeah, fun yeah. And, and funny and stuff. Pop. Right. Well, that. here's the thing. What's the thing? I'm running down the ramp. After all that, I just beat Brock Lesnar. I'm on the turnbuckle, <laughs> and now you're going to come down. I'm coming down the ramp. The briefcase is being held high. I'm waving the refs in. I'm, I'm saying, shaking my head, I'm clutching saying, the title. Producer, no, producer, I'm no, waving him in. No. I'm, like, I'm cashing in. I'm cashing in. And here's the reason. I do like this movie. I love this movie. You don't need to give me a reason. It's your money in the bank. Yeah, but I want to give a reason. And I wanted to make sure you could give your full spiel on the movie one because i love you two because this movie deserves it and the only reason i'm in the banking is because i'm scared of what chris is going to do with number oh, one chris you got him on the the ropes and something has to be played and chris you might be on the same page as me and think this is the clear cut number one but just in case i'm going to play it at two okay so have your one ready oh Let's see. What could it be? Vinny had a nice uh, news song he made the other day. I forget how yeah, what it was. What was that? I forget. It was news? good. It was like, do, 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 do. It's time for the news. news. I got news. What's in the news? Like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was good. We were eating dinner. He did it. I like that. <laughs> Man, this is a long one. Jesus Christ. I'm writing a novel over there. An American werewolf in London. What? An American werewolf in London. Speak up. (laughs) Nothing? 
Crickets? No, it's good. I just we just no, did yeah, a, we I, just did a werewolf episode. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, is this even that funny? Yes. Yeah, man. I mean, come on, dude. Just the scene where they're watching, they're in the porno theater. Yeah, the porno alone is. That's hilarious. that's exactly like, where my mind goes. Dude busts too. in the door and he's like, "Oh, my mistake." And he's like, "Oh, get your hands off my wife." She's yeah. like, "Who the hell are you?" And he's like, "Oh, my bad. Just leave." <laughs> I mean, so this one, I think. So I guess Chris, this, this wasn't your number one. No, this wasn't. You didn't get my number one. I sent it over. Ah, I didn't look at it yet. All right, well, good. So I'm glad I didn't. But. Still but I agree with you. It's definitely up top of the list. So this one so perfectly walks the line of being really great horror and really great comedy. Even with all the, the previous movies on our list and all the other horror comedies, they usually sway one way or the other. Like either the horror is sacrificed a little bit or the comedy is sacrificed or the comedy is not being on purpose. This one, the comedy is on purpose and it is so great. And it's the it's the dynamic between um, David and Jack. Like you have the porn scene, mm-hmm. you have the hospital scene. Like it's all so good. And I mean, this is a classic. And like Jeff said, we just talked about it on the werewolf episode. So there's not much to say about it other than I mean, I think it's just it really walks that line of being a great comedy and a great horror all at the same oh, time. For sure. For sure. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. Um, I'm very excited because they have a couple NECA figures coming out for that movie. Um, like the Nightmare Nazi Werewolves. Oh, yeah. Uh, is one of them. And it comes with the four different heads. So you can just change the heads if you want or buy four of them and then have one of each. Um, I think that's out. In, like it's hitting the West Coast already and making its way through like targets and stuff. And then, oh, um, sweet. I got to try that down. And then the, the actual werewolf is coming out, uh, I think, next month. Okay. So. Yeah, I definitely. I, gotta, I love stupid toys, and I have tons of you know, toys and shit. So there are I no really stupid toys. Yeah, I I love all my toys. Only stupid people. <laughs> That's right. My toys and my posters. Yep. It's the only thing that that really loves me. I'm pretty sure I know what C Funk's number one's going to be. Really? Yep. You, you might know. You might not. Lay it lay it down, buddy. Unless you oh, have more to talk about. Hold on, he texted me. I got it. Do my job here and look at my texts. <laughs> ah, okay. Um, that's a long one. It's a doozy. Oh god, the the, the discards are gonna be so long for me. Just because like it's gonna be like the Oscars speech where they're gonna have to play me off the stage. Like I just want to mention this. Okay. I want to mention that. We'll, we'll play the music. Yeah. I mean, I guess we all should have known what this is going to be because this is like the beyond OG. Abbott and Costello mm-hmm. meet Frankenstein. Yes, sir. Yep. I, I had to go with that for number one because it's the one that started it all. Yeah. And it, it's so damn good. It is. It's, the, it's one of the funniest movies in the world. Yeah. Um. Basically, you got, you know, Abbott and Costello, you know, all their movies and stuff, they're different characters. In this one, they're, um, oh God, Wilbur and Chick. Chick. I always hated that name, Chick. I know, right? It's so 40s. Um, but they're like baggage handlers, technically, like, you know, basically in Florida. And um, you know, some dude bought uh, two high ticket items, and one's supposed to be the, you know, the remains of Count Dracula, and the other one's the body of the Frankenstein monster. 
but you know he just thinks they're wax figures for you know his wax uh, house of horrors but they're actually you know the real you know the genuine articles and the whole time the wolfman you know uh played by mon cheney jr is trying to track them down so he can you know destroy them and uh you know they get to the wax museum they deliver them to mcdougall's house of horror um then they wake up and take off and their whole thing is dracula wants to revive the monster with a a brain of an idiot so it doesn't have its own destructive will pack will you know will of its own yeah, it's just it's like a monster squad. rampage mm-hmm. yeah exactly and there's like you know of course they're in florida so there's obviously many castles off the coast of florida oh so many that, that <laughs> just go to. and uh yeah that's basically it and then it's just like an hour and like 15 minutes of nonsense yeah, right? some slapstick some comedy yeah. oh, i agree i did not I like mean, abbott and costello until i saw this so i, I haven't mean, seen an abbott costello besides this i've seen a few of them i actually have a couple of bo- other box sets um yeah the, they have abbott and costello meet the invisible man i think no not the invisible man um dr jekyll mr hyde uh played by boris karloff and then they have another one where they meet, just meet boris karloff and he's like a killer um, there's you know a couple of them, but um, this is their best thing they've ever done. Yeah, um, hands down. I mean, it's also the end of the uh, Universal Monsters, as, with the exception of the creature that came like, you know, five or six years later. But the original set of movies, like Frankenstein, Dracula, Wolfman, that's the end of it. That's the last one. Yeah, the the creature was kind of like ten, In the twelve 50s, years after the fact. Yeah. Yeah, it was like more of a sci-fi movie, you know, because they were that's you know horror was out by that time. It's all about monsters, like science, science fiction shit, and big monsters and stuff like that. And um, but it's, another interesting thing about it is it's the second time Bela Lugosi played Dracula on film. He only did it twice. Yeah. 1931's Dracula, and Abner Costello meet Frankenstein. That was it. I mean, people think he played Dracula a lot. He just played other vampires. Yeah. Um, or vampire-like characters. So I mean, it was pretty, and, and yeah, it's a pretty important film, I think, and it's just super hilarious. And I recommend anyone goes. So you can rent it on like Amazon for like three bucks. Oh, dude, I think yeah, you could probably I mean, get it for free on YouTube at this point. It's gotta be. Maybe. I always worry. Well, two things. So one, I forgot, and I should have known. Um, the Universal Monster era, like the, like that's like your wheelhouse, right, Chris? Oh yeah, I yeah. love that stuff. But my worry always is like whenever I recommend them is because I love I love creature I, I guess I love the, the later area because um, creature and Invisible Man are like some of my favorites. Yeah, you're a big Invisible Man guy. Yeah, got a nice cameo of the Invisible Man at the end by Vince uh, Vincent Price. Yep. But I always worry like I like people... how I'm sorry I didn't mean to cut you off. Just, I like how he announces who he is. <laughs> it's me, the Invisible Man. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. People. Um, you know, especially in like our age bracket, I guess, like don't appreciate these. And they're like, oh, it's boring. Or like, and I, I, I worry about recommending them because I don't want to hear that nonsense from people. Yeah, well, you know, fuck them. I know. Yeah, I mean, these are the same people that watch Dawn of the Dead and go, why is the blood so red? It's so fake. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's supposed to be like a comic book. It, yeah, exactly. They don't, they don't get it. Yeah. But, like, oh, it's in black and white? Yeah. What? So in this movie, I don't know who. Or if if I'm even in the right timeline, but who's in worse shape in in real life in this? Lon Chaney Jr. or Bell Lugosi? 
Because Lon Chaney does not look, he, he doesn't look good. He's probably full-blown morphine addict. Yeah, but like Lon Chaney don't look good in this either. Nah, yeah. I mean, this is far no. from a Plan 9 Lugosi. Right, uh, true. Like, yeah, but I mean, I know both of them pretty quickly fell into their, their vices and were not in yeah. good shape, but they were still getting acting gigs. Like, it wasn't... That's what was crazy. Like, they, they yeah. never stopped no. doing their, their gig. Yeah. I mean, you Lon hear... Going on doing stuff and you know like uh spider baby i'm pretty sure he's in that oh one. he's in he's in a bunch of oh, what are they called the, uh, there's like a series like a, a of serials these were movies um they were all based on some series of books i don't remember but lon chaney was in like most of them and it's yeah. basically when he's like full-blown alcoholic and but like they yeah. still they're bringing him in universal was like hey we need you yeah yeah yeah, I figured your number one was gonna be that or Ghostbusters. Yeah, Ghostbusters is my number was my number two. Okay, right right beneath it. It's my favorite movie of all time, but I had to give the number one spot for this list to Abbott and Costello. Yeah, and that's a good call because I mean this is a huge subgenre of horror and comedy, yeah. and this is the one that yeah, the first one to do it. Started yeah, all. yeah, yeah. Back in a time when, well, comedy wasn't new, but horror was... It was a fad. Yeah. Horror was just yeah. a fad at that point. Yeah. yeah. I mean, shit, it, when those movies came out, they they weren't even that big a deal. It wasn't until, like, the, the late 50s, early 60s when you had the Monster Kid era and Famous Monsters of Filmland came out mm-hmm. that a whole new generation got into it. They started, um, the TV started playing them. Like, Universal released the rights to put them on TV and like at one o'clock in the morning, you'd have like uh, the you know, Ghost of Frankenstein would come on or something like that. Yeah, God, I, I, I didn't that. see I didn't see any of them until I was a teenager. The Universals. Yeah. Uh, I. Th- I grew up on them. My mom bought them all on tape when they came out. That yeah, that one series of tapes that they've made. And you had the books got- too, right? I'm surprised. Crestwood Monster Series? What was it? I'm sorry, you cut out. Like the cre- the old Crestwood Yeah, the orange series. and black uh, spines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Old school library always had Yeah, them. same, same, same. I used to same. get the Wolfman one out like all the time. Oh, I modeled my business card off the Godzilla one. I was surprised my grandfather didn't show them to me because like he he's the one that showed me like you know that got me into old school horror. Like I was watching the eighties stuff and the slashers and all that when I was like a young kid and then he didn't like any of that. He thought it was trash. And he was showing me, I mean, he showed me the entire Vincent Price catalog, Love the it. entire Hammer catalog. Maybe he did show me some Universal. I just don't remember it. It was like, it'd be weird that he wouldn't show me that stuff. Yeah, my mom got me into Vincent Price. I don't know how I found out about the Universal Monsters. It's that, just, they were the first thing I found out that, like, as far as horror movies. Yeah, like, that's what's crazy. Like, as far, I remember. Yeah, the, I mean, it's a great intro. It's a that, that book. I'm kind of like the opposite of Vinny here. Like, for me, as a little kid, it was black and white monster movies, Universal monsters, all day long. I didn't start watching like slasher movies until I was like twelve or thirteen. You know, yeah. when I was able to just go to the, the store and buy a tape myself because my parents weren't buying that shit. <laughs> the old mom and pop shops, man. Yeah, they need to come back. It's a it's a what risky venture. Maybe that should be our business. It's a risky venture, but it would be fun. I told you about my. Nice pizza shop and rental know, shop. We can, we can do it. I just want a place that we can all hang out. You know what I mean? 
like that behind old behind the counter and just talk. Yeah, just and... like and be getting money. People paying us. Yeah, I want to do that. All right, let's get into some honorables here. I have a shit ton. <laughs> Not even gonna lie. All right, well, Night of the Creeps were already addressed. Yeah, Night of the Creeps. So let me tell you. Like, I'll do it this way. I'll tell you what was on my list that didn't make the list. My number 10, as always, is a questionable number 10. A movie that can usually only be at number 10. I put Clue. Yeah, it's more of a mystery movie. Yeah, it's more of a mystery. But it's so good. I, I just... I want, old, nah, that, but I, that's that why I sat it at 10. Uh, Killer Clowns. But I talk, oh, it, Killer Clowns I talk about it so much that yeah. I just fought. Uh, the trauma movie I left on there was Father's Day. It's actually uh, it's an Astron 6 yeah. movie, but... I would have accepted that. Yeah, it's a great, great horror comedy. It's like gross-out comedy. Like it goes, for, it kind of goes from like goofball to dark comedy and everything in between. Um, Tucker and Dale vs. Evil, I had it number one. I had it number one. What? But it wasn't, like I said, it wasn't set in stone. I just had it at number one. Ugh. But my number two was Young, was, young Frankenstein. Yeah, it's another one. Um... I was worried about Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. I think that's highly overrated. Oh, it's so good. It wasn't wild. even close to being on my list. I don't get that movie. Yeah, I don't know if I've seen that movie. Uh, I, just, I just don't recommend it. All right, Jeff Chris. Loves it. What was on your list, Chris, that didn't get on there? All right, so uh, at number 10, I had Repossessed. I saw you watching that the other night, yeah. Yeah, Exorcist Booth with Leslie Nielsen. Anything with uh, Leslie Nielsen is great. <laughs> Yeah, and then my next, actually, my next one was Dracula Dead and Loving It. I, yeah, let's again go there. You know, um, Peter McNichol in that movie is fucking amazing. Renshaw. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had Young Frankenstein on my list. Uh, the Burbs. I have The Burbs. It oh, didn't, The Burbs. The Burbs didn't make my list because I was going to bring it up regardless. Right. <laughs> <laughs> then I had Army of Darkness. I have Army of Darkness as well. And uh, Beetlejuice. I thought about Beetlejuice. I didn't go with it, though. Army of Darkness was tough because Army of Darkness fell into the slither Night of the Creeps, where I was like, well, is it Army of Darkness or Evil Dead 2? Army of Darkness is funnier. Well, oh, it's, it's more. It's definitely up, more comedy. It's played, up to, played up to be a comedy more yeah. than 2 is. Yeah. Um, Vinny, you? So that's why I went with that one. I figured, eh, that's definitely a comedy. You can't argue that. True. So on my list that didn't make it was... At number nine, I had Cooties. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw that I've one. never seen it. I read about it. I, I saw it once, and I thought it was pretty good. I like it. I mean, I like that it's like teachers penned up in the school with a bunch of zombie kids surrounding them, and you have all the zombie tropes with, um, you know, trying to figure out a way out, but it's just like a bunch of little kids. And I, I love the scene. Um, it really, it's just this one scene that put it on the list for me is when all the teachers are looking out, in the parking lot as the teachers are coming to pick up the kids and they all get just massacred <laughs> by the little kids zombies as they're yeah. in line to pick up their kids uh night of the creeps didn't make it evil dead 2 i had a number five so you had evil dead 2 um i had Shaun of the dead number three Shaun of the dead was my other number one yeah i mean it, it's kind of bad that Shaun of the dead didn't make it on the list it's it's too much like there's so much good stuff going on and then my number two was reanimator Oh yeah, I thought about putting Reanimator. I love, and I think that that falls into. I don't think everyone gets it. That that's a comedy. That was my struggle. I I kept that number two because I just love it and I think it's hilarious. But I don't know if there's like a gray line. Like, is it supposed to be funny or was it 
on purpose, like funny. It's like the howling. It's yeah. it's like a black comedy. Yeah. Like I, mean, I thought but, about putting Basket Case on my list because I know it's not supposed to be funny, right. but it's so bad it's hilarious. That's so, what I said. The the, the the horror comedy thing goes so many different ways. I mean, n- not on my list, but stuff I had jotted down. Um, the Burbs, Monster Squad, Botched, yep. Wolf Cop, Blood Diner, Texas Chainsaw Two. Oh yeah, I didn't even think about yeah. that. Um, where else have we got here? Zombie Land, The yep. Babysitter, Psycho Gourmet. Yep. Oh, Psycho Gourmet was on my yeah, yeah. This this is the end. The uh, Seth Rogen James Franco uh, yep. thing, like. There's so much good stuff. Uh, Attack the Block. Attack the Block. Dance of the Dead. Um, Scream. 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 Uh, one, like the meta stuff. It's it's like yeah. I said. I don't. There's certain ones that they got this made. This could have been a huge list. They got made yeah. being like everyone involved. Like this is funny, and it takes years for people to finally find the comedy in it. Um, one that I don't think any of you. Either of you would know. Uh, it's called Pandemonium. It is a 1980s. I mean, it's goofball, barely a horror comedy, but it's got Carol Kane, Judge Reinhold, Paul Rubens. Um, it's in the vein of like a National Lampoon's movie. Okay. Uh, Vinegar Syndrome put it out. I have it on Blu-ray. If any of you need to, to watch it, it's what I can't even compare it to anything. It's just goofball fun um and like loose loose horror like there's somebody killing cheerleaders that they're at cheerleader camp and someone's killing cheerleaders but like it hardly plays into the movie but it's so paul rubens in it is killer okay i love uh, buffy the vampire slayer yeah i had that one like in my little one of the ones that i jotted down that was on there and I mean, like, this is good back to Reanimator. Like, I thought maybe it was too gray, but I mean, Jeffrey Combs was playing that as a comedy. Oh, it was over the top, yeah. I mean, yeah. and and in the, the best way, like, oh, Cat's Dead details later. <laughs> like, it's so. Oh, I love that movie. I. Well, speaking of Jeffrey Combs, like, I had uh, I had the Frighteners at one point on my list. Oh yeah, Frighteners. You know. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like I said, a lot of it's good. Some of it's not so good. I know um, Hell Baby. I don't know if you saw that. It's from the the guy that did. Uh, uh, no wait, is Hell Baby the Reno Nine One One people? Either way, there's uh, one that the Reno Nine One One people put out. Uh, Robert Ben Garant and uh, Dangle. I can't remember his name right now, but that one's pretty funny. They're like priests slash exorcists slash Men in Black. Like it's just goofy as shit. Then there's the one, the guy that did Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. Um, Little Evil, that's what that one's called. So Hell Baby and Little Evil. I saw Little Evil once. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah, it was okay. I I appreciate the guy that plays Tucker a lot. So Vinny doesn't apparently like that movie. I don't understand why. And you've never seen it. Yeah, I never watched it. It's like my go-to date movie. I think if, I mean, you two are obviously in long-term relationships and such. But, like, it's a good, like... It's horror enough for me, and it's funny enough for anyone else. Yeah, Mel, like Melanie, she she loves that movie. She yeah, talks great. about it all the time. I'm just like, yeah. Oh, it's so yeah. clever, just taking the the hills have eyes, hillbilly guys that everyone's afraid of, and all these kids accidentally killing themselves around them, and then thinking they're doing like a suicide pact. 
So they're scared of the kids. The kids are scared of them. Like it's it's, it's fun. I don't know why you don't like it, man. Uh, it just doesn't click with me. And I I've tried I've tried rewatching it multiple times. Oh man, it just doesn't click. What was Brady all pissed off about? He's Tom Brady. He's always mad. He's mad about something. All right, producer uh, left. No, oh, we're we're out of producer. So well, we thank our producer just, for being here. Let me just recap the list real quick. So at number ten we had Dead Snow two, Red vs Dead. Number nine, we had Club Dread. Number eight, we had Slither. Number seven, we had Transylvania 65000. Uh, number six, we had Grabbers. Number five, we had Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon. Number four, we had What We Do in the Shadows. Number three, we had Cabin in the Woods. Number two, we had One Cut of the Dead, which was Money in the Bank, mm-hmm. then replaced by An American Werewolf in London. And number one, we had Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. And then at number one A was My Best Friend is a Vampire. <laughs> <laughs> also that, narrowly missed my list. Yeah, same. I, we just did it. Like That's the other problem, too. I was like, we just did some of this stuff. It's, yeah. I don't want to keep talking. Like I think we have to call it either the John Carpenter or the Point Break Rule. Right. <laughs> Where we if, can't talk about it. Yeah, like, like if we'll find a way That's to hard, talk about it. We'll talk about Point Break every episode some way or another. I'll be like, God, um, I love Point Break. Young Frankenstein, which had Gene Wilder, who uh, <laughs> did this, and it's like six degrees. And if you uh, haven't listened to it, the Kevin Bacon versus Patrick Swayze episode is up now. Nothing to do with Halloween, but hell, it's a goodie. I hear people are laughing their butts off at it. <laughs> I will listen to it. Uh, tomorrow. Who won? I can't even remember who won at this point. Uh, what are you they, off tomorrow? No, I just don't slide. expect it to be busy, too busy until later yeah. on. I was thinking about making an appointment, and then I now I can't decide once again. I gotta <laughs> fill in. I gotta fill in this other piece of my hand. I just don't know what to do. Yeah, they, I, uh, I need to get down there. Was I gotta I fill in the, the whole arm? The Ghostbusters. The Ghostbusters figures. Remember the toilet? The toilet. The the figure. Yeah. The, yeah, the yeah, yeah. 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 I drew that as. As some flash, so you get that on your hands. I don't want a toilet like on a my hand. Toilet on your hand. People are calling me toilet fingers or something. <laughs> <laughs> Poopy hands. Piss mittens. Oh, piss mittens. That one's <laughs> <filthy>. <laughs> I like that. I'm gonna start calling you that. All right. Well, man, we appreciate being Wait, on. Wait, hold on. Let's get into some shameless yeah. plugs. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot. This is a new thing we do. We actually plug things. Shameless plugs. All right. So well, we still appreciate you being on for our crap. On Instagram, you can follow the podcast, that killer pod from outer space, to see pictures of what we're doing out and about in town and uh, our beers and set up and all that stuff. You can follow me at Cinema of Hops to see what I'm watching and drinking. You can follow Jeff at NL Slafer. And I'll be bringing the drip. He's bringing the drip on the NL Slafer. Untapped, if you want to see what we're boozing on when we're not recording an episode, I'm on Untapped at Vinnie Marks. Jeff's on there at NL Cypher and Letterboxd if you want to see what movies we're watching leading up to an episode or just in general what we're watching and our reviews. I'm on there at Cinema of Hops and Jeff's on there at NL Cypher. Chris, what do you got for a shameless plug for us? All right. Well, um, you know, you can find me at my tattooing page uh, on Instagram is Calico Chris 13 Tattoo. Um, I also have a a page if you're into Godzilla collectibles, I have another account. It's a Daikaiju tattoo. He's getting some great uh, shit on there, by the way. <laughs> well, yeah, well, I'm, I'm envious I'm of all. A little that. bit of break from buying shit, so yeah. it might be a little lull. Um, 
But uh, as for you know work and stuff, if you're in the Philadelphia area, you know I work at Tattoo Alley in Horsham, um, two two eight Horsham Road, Horsham PA one nine zero four four. I'm there every day but Monday, uh, noon to ten. So except Sundays, I'm noon to seven. You know, you want anything? Just hit me up on Instagram, and we're stopping in the shop. I got a lot of Halloween stuff, you know, ready to go at good prices too, because it's October. And yeah. you got that fun uh, get what you get book. Yeah, I got that get what you get book. There's sixty dollars that's used all month. Yeah, I might have so. to check that out just for fun. I got a lot of leg space to fill. Yeah, yeah I need to get down there. Yeah. So a lazy bitch. I think I told Chris about this, but fun fact: so Tattoo Alley, where um, Chris is working out of. My second tattoo ever as a young 19-year-old was at that shop way before Christmas yes. time. Yeah, it was on yep. Jacksonville Road at that point. Yep. Yep, in the old shop. Yep. It's now apartments. Really? They, uh, knocked, they knocked the yeah, little they, strip on? The, the strip thing's still there. They just took all the stores and turned them into apartments. No, that's weird. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, Chris, you just had a birthday too, man. Happy birthday. Yes, I did. Yes, yeah. happy birthday. You a 37, I feel like I'm 95. Yeah, we're all there. My back is in constant pain. I just got done taking a sweet dose of steroids for my shoulder, and I'm back on the coffee, baby. Yeah. First day back. It was so nice. I'm hoping in a couple of weeks I start feeling my, a little younger because I quit smoking after like 10 fucking years. So. Brother, yeah, you, you stop, I start. <laughs> I know. It always works out that way, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, man. We had some we had some good times with the, the, the old shop just hanging and banging. That's <laughs> yeah, right. Not I'm like back bang. red and yellow Harley, brother. Oh yeah. Um, I wanted to plug something else that was lame, but I can't remember now. Uh, I just thought of it, and because I'm excited to get, we didn't do our little uh, merch corner segment this time, but Graveyard Goods has a Demons shirt or a variety of shirts that are dropping this Friday tomorrow as of recording, and I I said I'm going to stop buying shirts, but no more Apparently, shirts. I'm buying another one because this one's too awesome. Yeah, I get that. It's like if I'm not, if I'm, I'm either buying too much uh, like Safubis with you know the vinyl Godzilla figures, or I'm buying too much fucking t-shirts. I have probably like two thousand t-shirts. Jesus yeah. Christ, that. And all these web, and all these stores like um, Studio House, Pentagram, Peter Pan. Yep. All these guys keep coming out with awesome stuff, and yeah. I'm like, I, it's I brutal. Gotta get that. Yeah, it's crazy that the. Uh, what what do you call like the the commercial not the commercial ones but like fright rags, um, yeah the big ones the terror big, threads yeah they're getting the little guy is really cavity coming colors. up yeah cavity colors they got that whole Godzilla thing going I know on they got too. a I think cavity colors has the the trauma one the toxic avenger one they got a but I kind of like those those top three I stopped buying from well that's what I mean the little guys are, last are coming up pentagram Peter Pan. Um, Graveyard Goods, I never even heard of them before six months ago. Mm-hmm. And now I've been buying shit from them nonstop. We've always been sweet, on Studio House. I got a sweet Burbs tea from Graveyard Goods. Oh, you got a Burbs tea? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it was Graveyard Goods I got. Oh, them. I missed that I buy so much shit, I can't remember where I got yeah. it. Yeah. Last thing I got from Graveyard Goods was that Point Break. Yeah. And then they got that Demon shirt coming out tomorrow, which I'm like, no. Because I got two things I'll coming from Pentagram Peter Pan that yeah, I got. Yeah. I got, yeah, I got stuff. I got a Munster shirt coming from Pentagram Peter Pan. Whenever that ships out, I got a Mad Max shirt from Christ. I don't remember where the fuck I worked yeah, at. Mun- Munsters Go Home. That would have been a good one to get on the list. I don't think that's really a horror at all, though. <laughs> <laughs> eh, you know. Perhaps we should do him in 
Like sticking a <laughs> screwdriver into his head. In a cranium. He says ah, cranium, cranium every yeah. time. He's obsessed with saying cranium. Terry Thomas, that guy's amazing. Yeah, that that movie's actually very like uh surprisingly fun. Like it has no yeah, right. Yeah, it's on Peacock actually. Oh, is it? It has no yeah, right being free, like so you any good. To, you don't have to sign up and pay for it. You just nice. watch the monsters. The show, the whole show's free. Oh, they have the whole and show the on there. Are free. Yeah. Oh, I better get it in before Rob Zombie makes an abomination out of it. I'm really hoping he doesn't because like that. Uh, so far, what I've seen is pretty cool. I mean, it's just the house. Yeah, the house the looks house good. Looks, looks spot on. I mean, he's even going into the ep- like uh, things for the movie where Hot Rod Herman that episode. Oh, where yeah. He, because he's got the, he just put up a picture of the jacket. Yeah. The leather jacket. Oh shit. That Herman wore. Oh, that means so, the, dra- like, the Dragula is definitely making an appearance. Then. Absolutely. Um, I'm really hoping there's a Zombo cameo. I love that. That's my favorite episode. <laughs> oh, I'm a big Jeff Daniel Phillips guy. I'm glad he's playing Herman. I yeah, think he can I'm, pull it off. I'm cool with that one, but his wife. Yeah, I that we just uh, I just watched 31, and like I was saying to Vinny, it's like, I mean, the chick plays the same character in every movie, and she just gets yeah. more and more annoying. It's gotta stop. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I'm honestly surprised that he cast her as Lily and not Marilyn. Because I can't. <laughs> well, it's because she's like 55. <laughs> Who's who is Marilyn? <laughs> I haven't looked at the whole cast. They didn't get anybody else. As far as I know, they've only announced uh, the Herman and Lily. Oh, okay. As as far as I know, I don't think there's anybody else. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Roebuck, what's his, that his name? Yeah, he loves Daniel Roebuck. I think that I think he's going to be in contention to play Grandpa, maybe. Interesting. He's not. That I think that old. He's not playing. Neither was Al Lewis. Which is weird. It's so weird that he loves Daniel Roebuck because he was like a crappy stand-up comedian and he had like an okay run on Matlock. Like that was like his claim to fame. Like he was Matlock's like private investigator for a couple seasons. I don't know. I just I when I was watching Thirty One, I was the very beginning. He's the the pastor that gets like his chest splattered open. Yeah. I, was, I don't Man. know. I I can't do many Rob Zombie movies anymore. They just. I mean, dude, Three from Hell was abysmal. Um, Thirty One, like. I watched it like once or twice, and that's a hard watch for me too. Yeah, it do- it doesn't really get good till uh, the end. Doomhead. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't even call it good. I just think his performance is no, out of control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's great. Um, you know, but that's about it. So I, I'm hoping like all this crap he's put out makes room for a good monsters movie. I hope so. The dude loves the monsters. Like he he adores the monsters. So I mean, yeah. As yeah. a fan, like, I really can't. He can't. He'd have to kill himself if he made a shit. shit <laughs> you know, like maybe he's just counting on all these people not even caring. I, I, yeah, I know. I'll see it anyway. I mean, it's the fucking monsters. It's my favorite TV show. It still is. Oh, so great. that and the Adams Family. I'll watch it. Adams Family. Yeah. You know, it's funny about the Adams Family too. Is I never I watched the movies, the Raul Julia movies and stuff. Yeah, I love Raul Julia. I really watched the show. I didn't care for the show when I was little because I was a monster kid. Yeah, same. But as I got older and the show became readily available and stuff, like they put the DVDs out, mm. I bought them. And I'm like, hey, what the? F-? I was thinking to myself, I'm like, I'm missing out because this show is great. Yeah, yeah. John you know? Aston. Yeah. Um, Boobala. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Um, you ready to wrap it up, man? You good? You got yeah. anything else you want to rant yeah, about? Good, brother. I mean, you want to yeah. talk? You want to talk about the world? Vinny left, so I mean, we can just rant. I don't care. We got uh I got nothing to say, man. We're at an hour and a half. I think we can stretch it to two and a half. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, Chris, man, 
thank you for being here so much. Yeah, uh, my we've pleasure. been talking about it forever. We're gonna get this Godzilla yeah, thing going. I yeah, got a. Um, just let me know, and I'm down for that totally. Yeah, I got that entire Shawa box set to get through, so yeah, good one. we can get there. Um, yep. Vinny, anything else? No, I don't have anything to say at all. That's what I thought. All right, well, until next time, I'm Jeff. He's Vinny. Calico, my man, thank you again for being here. Yes, thank you, brother. Love, peace, and chicken grease. We're out of here. We're out. Peace.